cookies ready. I have the power! You guys don't know what I'm talking about? No. You've never watched He-Man? Before my time, dude. What? Did you watch yourself? How is that before your time, Mike? You're fucking five years older than all of us. And I used to watch yourself, man. I used to watch He-Man. From the powers of Grayskull. No? Okay. Nope. All right. And we will be recording in three, two. Welcome to episode 47 of the West Coast Sports Chuckies. How's it going, folks? We are not live. We're recording tonight from our usual spots. Uh, this guy in Burnaby, Ty in New West, Mr. Mike in South Surrey, and Dan, I think, in Burnaby. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah, I think so. Um, say hi, Dan. Hello, guys. How's it going? That view of you right there. <laughs> yeah, we got to do something about that for the next episode, man. <laughs> yeah, man. That looks like I'm like, I don't even want to say it. I, I can't. <laughs> I don't even want to think about that. Ugh, view of resurrection. Is my is my shirt? Can you still see the logo, or is it all, you know? I feel like I'm on my knees in front of you, man. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, that's not that's that's what all the all the girls and guys see, eh? Anyways, all right, let's uh, move on. So, uh, welcome to episode uh, forty-seven. Yes, forty-seven weeks of fun with us. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna get into quite a few things this week. Um, not really gonna go over it too much in detail. We'll just go as we go. Um, Canucks, obviously. Uh, here's my. Uh, hold on. Ever see my uh, curse hat there? It's not a curse. Well, ever since I bought it, he had the shittiest season ever. But uh, anyways, he's turning it around. He's turning he's, it around. Yeah, as soon as I started wearing the hat, he started turning it around. So that's good. Uh, we'll talk. We'll talk about the roller coaster ride, which is the Canucks um obviously russia russian sanctions right now that's that's uh, obviously what do you say about that <clears throat> mlb is on strike didn't even notice um ufc <laughs> 272 um michael will break that down for us we got our bodog bet of the week updates uh with our affiliate bodog always um Always happy about that. Don't forget to come go to our website and click on that link and you will get some extra dough. They will match your buy-in for up to $400. NHL, NFL partnership coming soon. And we may have a giveaway at the end of the show. So stick around. All right. But before we get any further into the show, we will go for drinks round table. Ty, I haven't drank since I went to your house on Saturday, but here's what I have now. <laughs> I've got um, I've got the Grinch. Uh, I don't believe you. I haven't. I really haven't. You haven't had one beer? No. I haven't had a thing since Saturday. <laughs> I didn't want to. I felt like I had like gastrointestinal intestinal disease. <laughs> it was terrible. Anyways, I'm going to show you guys the beer. So this is actually a beer my sister. Shout out Matilda. Got me, uh, got me for Christmas, and I, I've been saving it because it looked so, so, uh, so cool. Um, it's the Strong Ale, uh, twenty six IBU, 
6.5% alcohol. It's the Bridge Brewing Company, North Shore, Vancouver, and it's called the Grinch beer. It's a huge beer. I feel like I'm drinking a bottle of wine when I have a sip of it, but uh, straight out of the bottle. But yeah, it's a good beer. Let me have a sip here. Just tell you guys what it looks like or what it feels. Was, tastes was like that name, named after you, the Grinch. The I'm the Grinch, not the Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> what am I? Am I like a bitter person, guys, or what? The first I'm hearing. No, it. no, no, no. Just just <laughs> messing with you, buddy. Okay, thanks. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's it's really really it? good. It's really good. I really like this beer. I wish I had more of it now, and it's probably out of season because it is. Uh, what is it? March. No, it's a winter beer or a, a Christmas beer. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, I honestly haven't had a drink since uh, since your night night of, of fun at Poker ties, night. Poker Night, FIFA Night. Oh, that's why. Anyways, uh, drank a lot of shots playing FIFA. All right, Mike, what do you got? What do you got uh, in the hopper tonight? Tonight I'm going with Steel and Oak Royal City Ale. Steel and Oak. It's a good beer. I like that. Yeah. One of my faves. Cheers. 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 You know what? I got to say, last week when I was in Victoria, I went out for dinner and I was looking at the drinks. I'm like, I'm going to have a Negroni. And man, did I enjoy that. Good, right? Thanks, man. Yeah, I'm going to, that's probably my drink of choice. From now on, yeah, I really like it. Good. So, good job, Ty. What do you got? Oh, I am drinking some Kentucky bourbon whiskey, the Basil Hayden. Mm-hmm. Uh, our good buddy Trav actually got me this bottle. Yeah, um, it's a it's a sweet bourbon, very smooth. Um, still sticking with my uh, limited beer diet right now, mm-hmm. so. Just having uh, one of these on on the rocks, and yeah, it's delicious. Dan, what do you got going on tonight? Well, you know, I'm also, as Govic mentioned, still recovering uh, from our little powwow over the weekend. Uh, but I'm going back to my bread and butter. I have a gin and tonic, uh, splash of orange, and you know what? For our listeners out there. Uh, happy belated birthday to our fellow junkie Tyler from you Monday. You, Cheers, uh, buddy. Thank you, sir. And uh, I know we've obviously uh, sent our wishes, but uh, for our listeners out there, you're getting up there, old man. So, cheers. Happy cheers, birthday, buddy. You. Happy birthday. Yeah, you stole my thunder. Thank Dan. you. Um, um, Dan, is your, uh, your ice machine broken there, bud? <laughs> yeah you know like i said i'm going back to my bread and butter <laughs> no ice warm gin and tonic <laughs> i guess you call it neat right not on the rock yep 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 warm gin and tonic for real alcoholics <laughs> yeah um <clears throat> nice yeah no ty i uh i really when i i post a picture and a, pic, a couple pictures of us on facebook um back yeah, in the day great. yeah those were awesome eh? and then mike posted a few yeah. i saw a few other people posted a few like throwbacks yeah. love those love those picks love those picks ty you looked uh you looked quite young back then so um so i'm looking older huh oh those weren't that far back wow. a couple years <laughs> no man there was one in there from like when we First were like 18. From, yeah a long, yeah. long time ago yeah uh, so but yeah those are good Good times, good memories. 
we've grown we've grown quite a bit since yeah. uh, since then so uh, both as uh humans and as uh <laughs> as uh, men i guess so there we go for sure cool yeah no uh happy birthday hope you had a good one uh did you get anything cool did your wife get you something nice or what happened there yeah she did actually so uh we talked about on the show that <laughs> i uh had some drinks at a canuck game and purchased a mcdavid jersey a while ago mm-hmm. and i have not got it framed yet so uh she's getting it custom framed for me oh very and cool we, we took that in and uh yeah looking forward to getting that back very nice Add to the collection i'm gonna have to to swap something off the walls here i don't know <clears throat> really might yeah, i was to, might have yeah, to be was, the wongo i don't know what do you guys think no don't take wongo down i was looking at your your collection there and um yeah you're pretty tight for space we'll, we'll have to figure something out i mean you know what you know what? maybe we do a poll question on the junkies yeah. instagram yeah yeah why don't you take a take a photo right and and take like three or four things what what should i remove from the wall to to add the mcdavid jersey i think that's a good idea yeah yeah that might be fun to do for sure mm-hmm. i'll help you out i'll hold your ladder <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank you All i right. normally do it by myself and it's pretty sketchy yeah well you got a ladder safety ladder safety three points of contact at all time folks okay you gotta have that <laughs> all right um so yeah nursing the crazy bad hangover it's over now but uh it was quite the night at your house uh lots of people i haven't seen in a long time so that that's really nice uh nice to get out of the covid and to get together um <clears throat> so since we're talking about covid and and world uh world uh issues let's let's get into the uh russian sanctions right away right off the bat before we get into the connects here um i'm hearing a lot of russian born hockey players are getting uh death threats and stuff on uh on instagram uh i you know i don't know that you can do that you morons who are doing that like i don't think that uh that's appropriate like these guys are not have they have zero to do with what's happening over there or do they have any any political sway so for you you know numb nuts that are that are attacking these guys there's no need for it uh i don't know if you guys have heard that but i did i have yeah it's pretty wild crazy stuff um and yeah there's a lot of people getting on the stars too obviously right like uh the ovechkins for example um i mean he's in a tough spot he's obviously he plays hockey in north america he's a star in the united states um in the nhl but his family his wife his kids they're in russia i mean he's in a tough spot like what do you want him to to say really right i mean you see what's happening for for those protesting in in russia and speaking out against what's happening and you know it's not great things happening to them so um, what has ov said anything regarding this yeah yeah he's, he he's been very limited and vague but like i said for that reason right like he's he's in a tough spot his family's in russia so he's not gonna you know come out and completely blast uh putin and and what's going on over there and the invasion and so and now his family's like stuck there because he can't fly out of there right yeah so i mean but like i was saying in terms of like you, you never know what's gonna happen so obviously he doesn't want to put his family in a in a tough spot in a bad situation um dan i know you were telling me a little bit about ccm i think um is, is they 
pause their relationship with Ovechkin or uh, completely yeah, drop no. him? Well, that's the first uh, sponsorship um, that I've heard that are starting to remove their, they said they worded it as remove their affiliation. So maybe they're just going to stop uh, having Russian athletes in their commercials or, uh, you know, on websites or things like that. Uh, they never said anything about actually dropping sponsorships, not to the tune of moving uh, in from front and center, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. And um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty crazy when you when you're hearing across all the sports world. Um, World Cup is coming up, uh, and a lot of the you know players, uh, Russia right now, that te- you know the team, they're out. They're, um, also, um, I, I forget which tournament is coming up. World I think it's Juniors. Uh, World they were Juniors, supposed yeah. to host the World Juniors this exactly. fall. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, supposed to be in I think Moscow or Sochi, one of the two. And yeah, they've removed it from uh, them as well. So definitely, uh, everything that's happening uh, over there is you know, trickling down to all different types of uh, forms in terms of now sports. So it's going to be pretty interesting to see. Uh, but like Govic said, you know, obviously we, we live in a day and age where people just communicate and say what they feel over social media. And it's obviously not the platform, uh, definitely not the way to do it. Um, but, you know, hopefully it's not going to affect, you know, sports in general for the near future we have already had what, over two years where everything was affected because of the pandemic and it's looking like you know things might get affected because of this uh situation with russia and ukraine so hopefully not do you guys agree with that like them sponsors pulling out on individual players just because they're russian no no, no. i don't agree with that at all i think it's that's, bullshit that's racist isn't it it's something yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, Ovechkin in the past has been a has been a supporter of Putin, right? And they're buddies. They're buddies. But, so yeah. there's the affiliation there, but I mean, like I said, he's he lives half the year in the United States. He's a star player in the NHL. Um, his family is obviously all Russian. They still live in Russia, so. Yeah, it's, it's, he's, he's in a tough spot on what he is supposed to say and what not. You know what I mean? It's, what's he going to do? There's not going to be a right answer either way for his situation. Yeah. So, and, and, and you know what? People should just leave him alone. It's not him. He's not the one invading the Ukraine. Yeah, leave and, him alone. Let him get one more goal in peace. So Govic loses his bet. Oh, that's <laughs> right. This is going to be the one where... Where you the imagine whole, it ends right here. And yeah, he like, can't score yeah. anymore because of uh, all the uh, hate mail he's getting. <laughs> yeah, look at that. It's gonna work out for me here. <laughs> oh man. So. But yeah, no crazy times, obviously. Yeah, the what's Russian. What's uh, yeah, I can't believe like, and these poor players, like everybody's been disqualified. Russia's been disqualified out of the World Cup. They've been disqualified out of everything else, like you know i feel bad for the players i get it it's their country and these are the you know the sanctions that uh that the world is putting on them but i don't know it's it's not a it's not a soccer player or hockey player's fault what's happening over there okay they got bigger issues than than uh blaming it on on those guys and pulling sponsors i don't i don't get it anyways yeah 100 percent um what what about uh the ufc what are they are how many russians are in the ufc like half of them? 
there's a lot <laughs> and like that's the thing you haven't seen them pull anybody out yet because of it but you got to think that's going to be next well right? Dana- mike you got to send that meme post we got to post it on our story yeah the dino <laughs> he's sweating he sent us. yeah yeah, yeah. That was um but, but you know what dana, I- dana white sorry Glovic. um i was just gonna say dana white's the last one to cave to the pressure of anything i mean and honestly, i don't think he's during, going to I don't look what happened during covid right he was the the ufc at one point was the only pro sports league still going like he he moved their whole operation to uh dubai at one point whatever fight island to keep it going i mean obviously this is a different situation but in terms of like i said dana white until he gets like the call because the, the UFC's um, affiliated now with, uh, well, Disney through ESPN. So until he gets a call from from the bigwigs of something, which I don't think they would put him in that position, he's going on like business as usual. Yeah, Reebok would be the call. He's the big sponsor, right? No, but so Disney is the big one because now they have that huge, their biggest deal right now is through ESPN. Like in the States, their pay-per-views are through ESPN+. Plus. That's their their massive sponsor but yeah Reebok's another big one but but yeah until they they get some pressure from until Dana gets some pressure from those guys I don't see him doing anything about it and look at the fighters they have from Russia right like like the well, there was one in this UFC coming up that uh everyone wanted just because well we can get into it later but um yeah one fighter wanted to step in when uh when Fiziev dropped out last minute and yeah. it was uh was it that that uh, that Chimiev or or uh, yeah Makhachev? he just fought he just yeah fought. he just fought last, he wanted to step weekend. up and yeah. they didn't give it to him but they I gave know. it to another guy that that fought same fight same but, uh, but then same did day. you hear did you hear what uh, Dana White said like he made it sound like it was his decision not to fight that uh, Makachev or whatever yeah saying like now he's not going to get a title fight he's going to have to fight one more guy. Um, before he gets a title fight or something because he yeah, didn't yeah. take this fight. He kind of, I don't know who knows, right. Yeah. Behind the scenes, but, but yeah. Interesting. Oh, we might as well, may as well get into the UFC right now then. What else is happening <laughs> in the UFC? Well, this sure, week, uh, UFC 272, Kobe Co- Covington versus Jorge Masvidal. It's Saturday, March 5th in Las Vegas, Nevada at T-Mobile arena. And, uh, I'm really excited for this fight, for that fight in particular. I think it's going to be a fantastic fight. And UFC 272 has like changed the headliner about three or four times so far leading up to it. Originally, it was supposed to be uh, Max Holloway versus Volkanovski 3, trilogy belt. And then yeah, and that didn't go, end up going through with Holloway pulling out. We had Peter Yan versus Sterling, the rematch. That was set up. And then uh, Sterling pulls out. Um just this week, we had the co-main event was, was Rafael Dos Anjos versus uh, Fiziev. Um, and then Fiziev drops out four days before the fight. And that's what exactly what we were just talking about. Yeah. And uh, we, we'll get into that fight later on. But, uh, yeah, so the uh, the main card, we will break it down as we usually do. And um, the it starts off in the heavyweight division. We have Sergey uh, Spivak. Spivak. Spivak versus Greg Hardy and uh, Spivak is 13 and three Hardy is seven, four and one Spivak is a heavy favorite uh, minus 190. Again, these were yesterday's these Bodog lines and um, Hardy is a plus 160. Um, 
I guess for you guys that uh, follow the UFC and, and my picks or whatnot, you'll know that I do not like Greg Hardy. I actually hate him. And I hope that Spivak agreed the crap out of him. <laughs> um, but this fight, you know, heavyweight, heavyweight fight. Um, I see it going either two ways. You can have uh, Spivak take Hardy down and win it on the ground, or you're going to have uh, Greg Hardy knock out Spivak. And, um, you know, Hardy's ground game is absolutely horrible. Uh, his cardio is absolutely horrible. So he's going to have to do it early. Um, I went back and I watched Spivak's fights. And I don't think he fights very smart. Like, the game plan is for him on this fight is to take him down, right? You don't want to be sitting there swinging with Greg Hardy because um, you know it's not going to end well for you. And the same thing happened, uh, same, same game plan that he needed in, in a few other fights. And he didn't even attempt to take down until like rounds two or three so i put his fight iq to be on the low end and um you know i just i don't think i have enough faith in this guy to uh to put money on him especially when he's a, a heavy favorite at minus 190 that's yeah. what i'm gonna go with and, and i'm actually not gonna bet it but my pick on this fight is gonna be greg hardy's gonna 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 win this fight via first round knockout so i would take greg hardy at a plus 160 today Ooh, i don't know Sergey Spivak is going to be, um, he may do it, man, just to piss you off because you don't like Hardy. <laughs> That's right. Well, if he can get him down the ground for sure, I mean, he's going to win this fight. And another thing, too, is is uh, Greg Hardy's takedown defense early on in fights is really good. He's like 80%. Like in the early, like he gets gassed. two and a half minutes into round one, he's really solid takedown defense. But his fights don't usually last very long, right? Yeah. Either gets gassed out or he wins by knockout. So it's going to be, uh, if, he's, if he comes out there, um, if Spivak comes out there shooting, I think you got a good shot. And just for the record, Spivak is not Russian. He is Moldovan. <laughs> so just throwing that out there. I, Look I know at you, uh, quick wonder. on your feet there. Nice. Yeah, I wasn't sure of that. No, he's Moldovan. Good he's from Moldova. Yeah. Gotcha. Dan, are you going to pick all my picks again? Absolutely not. What? We did pretty he's good taking, last time. You he's did taking, pretty good. You did he's pretty taking good. Spivak. Lewis was like going back to the last uh, UFC. Lewis was our uh, our kryptonite, but we had a hunch on that one. You did pretty good, actually. I think you did four out of five. So he thought he did five out of five. It was funny. Yeah. No, I think he went five or oh, six. He, he did well. Yeah, five, that was six. his only one. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I'm with you, Mike. I'm, I'm not going to bet it, but I hope. Um, Craig Hardy's a loser. I mean, he's his history is well documented, so I hope he gets knocked out early and we don't have to hear from him for a little while. Oh, speaking of losers, um, who got uh, arrested in San Diego for attempted murder? Kane Kane it was in Bay Area. Uh, it, was, it was Northern California. Um, oh, but there's sorry. a lot to the story we don't know about. So yeah, I, was re- I was reading up on uh, about it too, Ty. Go ahead. Apparent, apparently a family member of his was molested at a party mm-hmm. by whoever this person was that he shot at so not saying that what you know you shouldn't kill someone but uh there's more to this story and dana white was actually asked about it and he pretty much said like you know when people ask you like what would you do if someone did this to your a, rel- a close relative of yours whatever and dana white's like well it looks like kane velasquez did what we all say we would do you know yeah. so but yeah there's a lot but, to it's, it's it's a terrible story um it's was, it's terrible okay but let's just get into this for a second okay yeah. um 
so I might need a gun to do something bad like that. I mean, Dan definitely would need a gun, but this is well, he can probably like. I got them right here, Govic. Beat the crapper. <laughs> I got two. They're they're always fully loaded, buddy. True, true, but I don't know what happened. Like it was it, it was from a car apparently, so maybe this guy was running away and he chased him and just mm. like I'm, like I say, there's a there's a lot to the story, but the 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 details I mentioned that came out, no one was talking about early on, right? It just looked like he lost his mind and tried to kill someone, but yeah. But yeah, okay, no, well, he was not. He's a not far removed UFC champ. No, I know that's three four years like, ago, right? Yeah, it's crazy, crazy stuff, man. So I guess more to come on that one. Sorry, Mike. Uh, go ahead, keep continue. It's all good, buddy. Um, yeah. So the next fight of the night is in the welterweight division. Kevin Holland versus Alex Oliveira. Holland is a minus three thirty-five favorite versus Oliveira is a plus two sixty-five. Holland twenty-seven and seven. Oliveira twenty-two and eleven and one. And you guys remember Kevin Holland? He's the flappy the lips. That, yeah, flappy lips. Exactly. <laughs> so, but you know, he actually did what we said we wanted to see him do on this on this show was move down in weight. So he's going from middleweight down to to welterweight, which I think is is great. And actually, I don't think I've ever seen a fight that's you know so in one guy's favor. It's like the UFC really wants to see this guy get a W. It's been over a year since he's won a fight in the UFC. You know, he fought Derek Brunson and. Uh, Vittori, um, Vittori, what's his name? The Italian dude. Melvin Vittori. Melvin Vittori. Yeah, yeah, Melvin Vittori. And they both did the same thing to him. They got him, took him down to the ground, and they they, they laid on him, basically eked out, you know, squeaked out the win. Um, Had they had it kept it standing, who knows? But uh, obviously the weight was was an issue for him up there at uh, middleweight. So coming down in weight, Holland's also a Brazilian uh, jiu-jitsu black belt. So I think that'll be good for him. If uh, Oliveira, you know, his game plan is to do the same thing that Vittori and uh, Brunson did, I don't think that uh, he's going to have the same success, being a lot much smaller. I'm not too sure what Holland walks around at, but it's got to be gotta be close to middleweight, or I mean more than middleweight, you would assume. But uh, mm-hmm. So I'm not too sure how much the cut was for him. Um, you know, I don't know how, what kind of, uh, you know, grade you would give his fight IQ. You know, he does, he's extremely cocky when he gets in there and can be in his last fight against Vittori. He did not talk as much as he usually does. So he kind of put that into checks. Someone must have in his corner must have, uh, you know, uh, took him aside and said, you know, just shut your mouth while you're in there. Um, you know, yep. it looks <laughs> yeah. like Oliveira is kind of like on his way out. He's lost his last three fights, and um, yeah, I just I don't see any way that uh, that Holland loses this fight. I think, it, like I said, it, he's an exciting fighter. He's got lots of he's got a big following. People want to see him win. He's moved down in weight. He's up against his, a perfect opponent, in my opinion. I think Holland finishes this fight within the within the three rounds, either on the ground or by or on stand up. I don't really see you can go either way, but I think he's going to win it. He's a heavy favorite, so I'm not betting it, but. Yeah, that's where my money would go. Yeah, I think I'm gonna throw him in on a on a parlay. Uh, I'll get to that a little later. We do our bets, but uh, no, yeah, I agree with you. It seems like a, a fight, kind of like you said, set up for him to 
to win, right? And uh, I think he's a good sell for the UFC. You want to have him on main cards. Really entertaining, obviously, fighting-wise yeah. and with uh, with all the talking he does. So, yeah. I fun, that. fun fact, fun fact. Um, did you say he was a, he was a Brazilian? Jiu-Jitsu, was he a black belt, Mike? Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt. Did you know that I'm a fifth-degree Kung Fu blue belt? Uh, you are? Yes. Cool. Right? <laughs> really? Yeah. Surprising news. I can kick your All ass. All right. Down. The next fight on the card is in the featherweight division. And this is actually my favorite fight of the night. The one I'm looking most forward to. It's Bryce Mitchell versus Edson Barbosa. And Bryce Mitchell comes in at 14 and 0 in the in MMA. Barbosa is 22 and 10. Mitchell is a minus 170 favorite and Barbosa is a plus 140 underdog. And this is definitely a step up in competition for Bryce Mitchell. Um, he has a very similar game plan to like a Khabib comes in there, relentless pressure, always looking for the takedown ground and pound. That's his game style. Amazing cardio. Um, you know, Barbosa, if this, if this fight stays on his feet, obviously he has a huge advantage. But I just don't see that happening. I think that even though it's a step up in competition, I mean, Mitchell really hasn't fought anybody. Um, it's a step up in competition, but he's just going to come on there. And he's just, like, if you look back at any one of his fights, he comes out and immediately in the, third, in the first 30 seconds, he's already tried to shoot three times. He's going to constantly be shooting. It's going it's to it's wear down on, on Barbosa. He's going to be able to get the takedowns. And I think he's going to, uh, he's going to finish him. And just his relentless pressure, he's going to finish him via submission in the third round. I don't see how, uh, I don't see him sitting there and, and wanting to stand with him. And I look back at the, at the people that uh, Barbosa's lost to. It's, you know, this is a game plan that he's used to seeing too. People trying to do this to him. The only two people that have been able to do it to him are Khabib and Kevin Lee. Two great, great fighters. But I think Mitchell is up there with them, man. I, you know, I see him fight. I love the cockiness, big following. This is a big name for him. This is a big fight for him. He needs to get this W, and I think he gets it done. Nice, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with you. I think, I think Mitchell will get it done. I don't think it's gonna be finished. I think it's gonna go to a decision. Um, Barbosa is a tough guy, and we've talked a lot about like gatekeepers for divisions, like kind of that guy to get to that next tier, into like the competing for a title um, stage. I think. Barbosa is that guy, one of those guys in this division. I mean, he's been around. You always see him on cards. He's always a tough fight, never an easy fight. Totally. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think Barbosa will do enough to uh, survive. And I mean, odds wise, it's they still think it's going to be a close fight. Um, so if you if you bet by <clears throat> Mitchell with points, you get almost two and a half to one uh, to win by decision. So I'm going to go with that. Um, and yeah, I, I think Barbosa would survive and uh, he's going to make it an interesting fight. And Mitchell will still win, but via decision. Cool, cool. All right. The next fight of the night is the uh, UFC co-main event. And I actually had to do some homework before this podcast to get some, because it, was, it just got Threw announced. a little wrinkle in there for you, huh? Yeah, because <laughs> uh, I originally had a plan that he was going to fight um, uh, Fiziev and the uh, Fiziev backs out last minute there, four days to go. And uh, Henato Moicano shows up to uh, 
to step in on four days notice and what kind of fought two weeks ago or three weeks ago, whatever's in UFC 271. So stepping in, I guess he's still in game game shape, you know, um, yeah. they're actually, they're doing it at a catch weight at 160 because it's only on four days notice. But, um, you know, we have Rafael Dos Anjos, he's 30 and 13 and, uh, Moisano is 16 and four and one, no, one draw. And, uh, Dos Anjos is a minus 160 favorite. And, um, Moisano is a plus 130. Interesting thing about this fight is that, uh, Dos Anjos was actually an underdog to face Fiziev in this fight. And Fiziev knocked out Moisano. So, I mean, it's a tough one to pick, man. I don't know. It's, you know, this is one I was going back and forth on. I was watching highlights of both the guys. I was reading up all these, all these articles, like before, just waiting for you guys to, to jump on the call. And, um, you know, I'm just, so I'm going to go with my gun on this one. We have, you know, Rafael Dos Anjos. He's a former champion. If you look back at his last, like, 15 fights, man, and just look at the names of the guys that he's fought. Every single one of them is top tier. Yeah, he's fought the who's who champion. of the division for sure. Yeah, like the creme to the crime. And and uh, you look at who's Mosano's fought. No one really big. I mean, Mosano did look really, really good in his last fight. His last two fights, actually. You know, yep. winning them both by a rear naked choke decision. Um, you know, the last fight was in the second round. The fight before that was within the first uh, minute and a half of the, of the fight. Um, you know, the only people that have, that have, that have beaten, been able to beat, um, uh, RDA have been able to take him down. And, uh, that's exactly what, uh, Mosano's game plan is to take people down, get on their back, wrestle with them. Uh, he's a decent striker, you know, um, you gotta be worried about his cardio though, not going the distance, like the five, this is a five, five round fight as well. So yeah. I'm worried about his cardio, um, you know, you know, RDA has got the IQ, he's got the knowledge, he's got the history. Um, if you look back to the fight three weeks ago when uh, Moisano won, and you look at his post-fight interview, uh, you'll see that this guy's young and he's hungry and he really wants to fight and he really wants the money. And uh, he need to get that, he needs to beat RDA here on Saturday. So that's why I'm going with my gut on this one. And I'm going to go with Moisano to win this fight. Oh, wow. Yeah. We'll go back and watch his post-fight interview with, uh, you know, after the fight. It's not, it's, it's not a bad pick at all. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with the opposite. Uh, with the experience and with, even though uh, RDA did not have time to prepare for him, he still has been training for this fight. I mean, he normally, guys stepping in on short notice, it does not work out well for them. Uh, I know he is a young guy. And he didn't just fight last weekend, um, but he did fight recently. So just based on those alone and, you know, the veteran RDA, it would be a huge, I'm surprised the odds are as close as they are. Uh, maybe it's because I didn't watch the last fight of, uh, what's his name? Mosano. Mosano, yeah. Mosano. Uh, Go back and watch it. It's on YouTube. I will. I will. Um, but yeah, no, I'm still going. I'm still going with Dos Anjos uh i'll probably then, you know what really messed with your head in a go parlay. back and watch his fight against that fizzy i've got it doesn't look like good. he's gonna i don't know it's, it's a tough one man it's a real tough one like i said just based gut. on the fact that he's he's stepping in on short notice i'm going with uh with rda in this fight sounds good 
Okay, well, we got the main event of the evening, the welterweight fight versus Colby Covington versus Jorge Masvidal. Covington, 16 and 3. He's a minus 335 favorite. Masvidal is 35 and 15, plus 265. No, Masvidal, this is, a, I mean, this is a fight I've been looking for because these two freaking hate each other, man. You know, like you, if, if you've been watching the, the lead up to this yeah. fight, they've just been they used to be each other. fucking friends, though, right? Yeah, our buddies they did. They used train to train together, together and shit. Yeah, yeah, not that long ago. Yeah, I know. I don't know what it is, but uh, you know they don't like each other. It's going to be a fun, you know, week leading into these fights, watching the weigh-ins and watching uh, you know them face off and stuff like that. I'm excited to see all that kind of stuff. Um, I think that's going to be the most entertaining part of the fight, of this whole yeah. weekend. Because I, oh yeah, go ahead. I'll, I'll give you my thoughts after. But yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> no, I I think that. Um, you know, Masvidal being 37 years old, he's kind of, you know, at the end, I, Colby Covington's got three losses, two of them coming to Usman, you know, in close well, last it, fight too, like fairly yeah. close. Yeah. And then we also have Masvidal who's also lost to Usman, but he got knocked the F out the last yeah. time that they fought. Mm. Um, you know, Colby pushes a relentless pace, uh, you know, takedowns similar to the, to, to the Bryce Mitchell's, um, you want to give an edge to Masvidal, it might be in the striking, maybe, right? Yeah. You argue that he maybe a little bit, but you I mean you, I wouldn't cut, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. If Not enough to knock him out too. So. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, the game plan of Kobe's is is going to be get in there and he's going to be push push the pace. He's going to try to take him down. He's going to try to submit him. Um, he's going to, you know, just. I think he's strong enough too to to sort of hold him up against the cage, kind of like Usman did in their first fight. You know, I don't see a, really a chance of Masvidal winning this fight, but I think that he's not gonna he's not gonna say die either. So I'm gonna take Kobe via decision in this fight. I think I think Kobe's gonna smash him. I see Dan smiling over there. So you know what? Since we agree, Mike, <laughs> on this fight, I'm gonna let uh, I'm gonna let Dan jump in here. And what do you think about this main event, Dan? Well, you know, Mike, your uh, your feedback and comments, you know, really get me thinking every time, especially with this fight. Um, I was gonna question and be like, why? The, why is the odds like this so spread out? You know, uh, you said one thirty five for Covington. Uh, what is uh, Masvidal? Masvidal at? No, no, well, it's coming in three minus three minus, minus three thirty-five. Okay, wow. Okay, so <laughs> big favorite. <geez. laughs> so I I remember the fight, and we were talking about against Usman. They had that you know makeshift belt, uh, baddest motherfucker. The Rock came out, you know, for that title. I don't know if you guys remember the fight, and uh, you know, there's a lot of, it was the D, it was against Diaz, not it was, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. it was, yeah, and I saw uh, Masvidal, and I was like, this guy is, you know, he's almost like uh, another Conor McGregor, you know, hyping the fights, talking trash, and then he gets knocked out. Um, I don't know. Covington is coming off of some pretty big losses. Uh, you know, last Who got fight. knocked out? Ma- Masvidal. He won the fight. Masvidal, you're right. He got he, knocked out No, he, against Usman. Yeah, but you're the baddest motherfucker fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but the last couple, the last couple of fights. Okay, but, yeah, yeah. So both of them have been knocked out by Usman. Um, but I think Covington is, you know, he's 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 a lot more hungry. Um, I think Masvidal, Masvidal, I can't even say his name right. Say Jorge. It's, a, it's Jorge. the 
It's the warm gin and tonic, so I'll do that to you. Uh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna start adding ice. Jorge, um, I you know, as I as I see more and think more, um, he's like a McGregor. He's just there to hype the fight, you know, beak off. Oh, so talk, I talk thought you were going in. the other way. It sounds like I, I was. I was. I was going before. Oh, man. You know how we were chatting before. But yeah. you know what? Just for a little excitement, I'm going to stay with Jorge. Um, you know, even being 37, Covington has, uh, you know, a few losses in a row. It's going to be a good fight, but I think it goes the distance. Someone's getting knocked out, though. I think someone's getting knocked out, and it's going to be Covington. Boom. That's my lock. You know how, like, when someone gets knocked out, like, hard, they kind of develop, like, a weak jaw? Yeah. You that, see yeah. how, yeah. how uh, Jorge got knocked out last time from Usman? Like, he got knocked F out, right? One of the worst shots I've seen yeah. that guy eat. He could be, uh, you know, having a case of that now. Just, sure. You just got to tap him, and boom, he's out, you know? You never know. But wasn't that his first knockout? Like he yeah. hadn't been knocked. He hadn't been knocked out before. That's right. That's what so, I mean. Like once they, once you get knocked out like that, yeah, true. And you know, like You're a lot look more at guys prone. like like uh, Chuck Liddell, right? He got oh, knocked yeah. f out, and then uh, you just slap him, and he's done. Yeah. You know, yeah, true. It'll be interesting. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, so those are my it. those are my picks, and uh, yeah, my my bet my Bodog pick of the week is going to be in this fight. I'm not doing that yet, but I can tell you guys that uh, when we get to it. So speaking of uh, Conor McGregor, I heard uh, Dan mention his name. Um, what's this? He wants to seriously consider buying Chelsea FC. I hope he has some investors. <laughs> I was going to say I don't think he's worth that much. Uh, no, but he probably knows some people that have. Uh have a some bankroll there to to back him but yeah no i saw he was he tweeted that after uh, there's reports that their owner is uh, looking to sell shed some assets or that's insane if that idiot can buy a team like that insane all right yeah, uh, i don't know yeah yeah you'll Just... have to sell a lot of whiskey and his yeah. whiskey ain't great yeah <laughs> right that <laughs> Right. <laughs> no, his whiskey's terrible. It burns it's, it's all, no Jameson, all the way down. That's for sure. No. All right. Uh, let's get into the Canuckaroos. So uh, this roller coaster ride. Really, I mean, holy crap! The game against Calgary. Like, who saw that coming? I would never bet on them. That was unreal. Calgary was not looking good. I like, actually bet was... on them, but uh... yeah, well, on the Flames. Yeah, I know you're a Flames fan. No, no, I, that game I bet on the Canucks. Oh, you bet on the Canucks that game, but you you did bet on the Flames to win the Stanley to Cup. To win right? the Cup, and maybe that's why they lost seven one. Mm-hmm. I also My dad bet on this the... first Bodog bet. He bet on them that game. Yeah, that's awesome. I was, gonna, oh, I was awesome. gonna guarantee the Flames. I or I did guarantee the Flames were gonna win. Who better to extend their eleven game win streak than playing the Canucks? Yeah, you know what? I, I agreed with you. I there. should I, I should say this every time. Like, who are they playing tomorrow? Islanders. I guarantee the Islanders are going to smash them. <laughs> Keep talking but, like uh, that. <laughs> but yeah, you know, the Canucks, you see a game like that and you think like, okay, we have the, we have the team. We can go on a run. Like that was, that's the best our team could have possibly looked like all cylinders clicking. The power yeah. play was yeah. fantastic. Five on five. We were great. Penalty kill was good. Demko just being Demko. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Super solid. 
but I mean, that is <clears throat> not the norm. Okay. Uh, Mike thinks you and I are going to be doing a shoey, Govic, because they're going to go on this. What this perfect long timing run. was that game after you guys just flippity flap your lips? No, I'm but, it's, out of my it's, work boot. but that is not the norm. Shoe. That is not the norm, man. <laughs> uh, hold on. Um, hold on. What's this? What's this shoey thing? I don't remember. I got it in my my journal right here. If they go on a playoff run, Govic, run. I got to do a shoey. Run for me is like you win one series. I agree. You got to yeah, do I a agree. shoey. I got to do a shoey out of my golf shoes and you got to do one out of your, your work boot. Work boot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 But I mean, there's still so much chatter. We're still, um, well, I guess now two and a half weeks away from the trade deadline. Um, there's mm-hmm. reports players are getting frustrated of, of hearing their names <clears throat> constantly. But I mean, when you you clean house in management like that, it's going to happen. I mean, you're a pro hockey player. I'm sure it sucks, but what are you going to do, right? Dude, um, you're a pro hockey player. You're getting paid millions and millions yeah. of dollars to play your game that you love. Shut the fuck and, up about it. And Rutherford straight out said when he when he came to Vancouver, it's like, oh, I'm going to take the, the next whatever – few months leading up to the trade deadline see where we're at to evaluate our team um and like i've talked about before and i'm going to say it again like demco makes up for a lot of our major flaws and you can see that when he gets the night off (laughs) or you could see that when he plays uh human because every other like like not as yeah not a bubble demco type game which is but holy shit halak like make a save man what is that dude i was excited about that that signing okay um i'll admit that was one of yeah in the off season like he's he's an older guy but he's a veteran and he he's been solid he had a he had a bad half season last year with boston but i mean you look at his body of work and his career guys solid man i I was excited about that uh at this point we we're not going to be able to trade halak for anything he has a no trade clause thanks to uh thank you jim I'd much rather see Spencer Martin up here, man. Remember what he did during yeah, those COVID times? Yeah. It's going to be tough, though. That, that, that's the uh, Especially when he lays eggs like he did there. He's not going anywhere, even if he did waive his no-trade clause. No, if he played, like, just decent enough, I bet you uh, I bet you the Oilers would be all over it. Oh, yeah, bring a lock over here. I mean, they're Dude, dying uh, for something. They are, but Koskinen actually has uh, turned it around. Surprisingly, he had a shutout the yeah. other night. But yeah, no, they're definitely looking for a goaltender. But yeah, the Canucks, man, it's I don't know. They get us all excited with a game like they did in Cal against Calgary, and they look pretty good against the Rangers. Almost gave up uh, a late lead there. Yeah, that was that was a weird game. They came out strong, and then they. Uh faded away a little bit yeah faded away a little bit but hey whatever it is what it is they still got the win yeah for sure and then you know what the new jersey game um maybe it was it's just new jersey i think that was i don't know you guys can correct me if i'm wrong i know it's a a huge streak but we've lost like 11 or 12 in a row against Mm -hmm. new jersey yeah for whatever reason and they have not even they haven't been good during (laughs) that window it's just it's a weird thing um quinn hughes has never beat jack hughes ever yeah. In the uh, in the junior leagues, or obviously in the NHL, so you know it could just be one of those weird, weird teams for the Canucks for whatever reason. Uh, that but... was the worst I've ever seen Quinn Hughes play. I don't even think I think of all time that I've seen. 
his that fucking game. his parents and family friends were all in attendance against his yeah. brother. Must have shots the night before. Maybe. Jack, did you hear? Sure looked good. Did you hear mm-hmm. they had a little bet on that game? By the way, yeah, to buy a, a painting or something like that. What was it for? Some expensive painting for their. I guess they share a house. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, loser, loser. Of the game had to to buy the painting the for that. Yeah, yeah. You guys want to well, know what I did? So my dad set up a Bodo account for our for our, for our sports junkies. Well, oh, please right? tell me it wasn't you that did this to the Canucks with the Devils. <laughs> oh fuck! Listen, oh, so so he calls me. So I, he calls. So he's not very good with with uh, technology, right? So I go into his account and I make his best for him. He just tells me what he wants to do. I was gonna say I see where you get it from, but <laughs> so he goes to me. Uh, he goes to me on day one. He's like, "Hey, I'll put put uh, some money." I won't say how much on uh, on the Canucks tonight is against Calgary. So I did it. Okay, good. Calgary blows them out, right? And then the next game, who did they play? It was in New York, right? The Rangers. The Rangers. Yeah, yeah. New, yeah. New York. Yeah, yeah. So he calls me, and it was like it was like I don't know half an hour before the puck drop, right? And he was yeah. out for dinner or whatever. He calls me and he's like, "Hey, Mike, you know, double my bet, put it on the Canucks tonight." Well, I, I was sleep. I was having a nap, right? I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay, okay. I look at the time. I'm like, it's like the four thirty game. Yeah. So I, I get in there and I uh, and I make his bet, whatever. Tell him he's good, and then uh, we're watching the game and they blow him out, and he's thinking he's the best uh, sports bookie, of, you know, figure of, of all time. He's jumping around and he's like, this after, is easy, Mike. After the game, he goes and he looks at the account. He's like, Mike, how come the money's not back in the account? I go. I don't know. It's weird. I mean, just maybe give it 20 minutes or whatever and see what happens. The next day he calls me up and he's like, Hey, the money's still not in the account. I go, what the heck? So I go and I look in his account and I bet the money on the, on the New Jersey game. Oh, I'm like, if New Jersey, lo- if the country's losing, are you going to be mad? He's like, ah, uh, yeah. So I never oh, wanted the connection no. so bad. And look <laughs> so what it was you. Look at what happens. I couldn't effing believe it. So you you can miss the cutoff and then because I know you texted you texted you're like oh yeah. fucking my yeah. dad bet blah 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 on the game tonight and yeah they, yeah and he didn't he didn't oh. explains everything yeah man no I, I didn't better, miss the cutoff I just I just must have just looked wrong, and and scrolled down game. too far or whatever Dude, the next day you better bet. tweet at Quinn Hughes and apologize <laughs> well that wasn't his bet though that's different that wasn't his bet. But no, but I really, really want the Canucks to win against uh, <laughs> against New Jersey. Oh man, that's crazy. <laughs> he must. And I was telling my wife, and we're watching the game. Oh, I'm like, can you believe this? It's three nothing, <laughs> four nothing. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that's brutal, man. Uh, so did you have to cover that bet for him, or what? Oh, he, has, he hasn't talked to me since then, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You had that one job, man. You had one job. I know. Shit. I, I shouldn't be in, the, in that position. Ty, you should be in that position. He should call you. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> um. So, yeah, for our listeners, if you need help placing a bet, don't call Mike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stay away. <laughs> Speaking of bets, let's uh, why don't we go to our bets of the week here, boys? Um, I'm gonna save mine for last. How about that? Uh, let, let's start with uh, eeny meeny miny mo. Ty, what are you, eeny meeny miny doink? Go ahead. 
Okay, so um, I'm going to stick with golf. And, you know, they're a little harder to hit. These are kind of long shots, but, uh, you know, I love watching golf every weekend, uh, especially right now. I talked about it last week, the Florida Swing. So this week we are in Orlando for the Arnold Palmer Invitational, always a fun tournament. Uh, but real quick, I'll go over my bets for last week. So last week I had Billy Horschel to finish the first round in the top 10, uh, which he did. So that was, uh, that was a little payout. Um, I did have him to finish in the top 10 overall for the tournament. Unfortunately, he did not. Uh, he did finish top 20, though. Played a solid tournament. It was a really weird finish to that, that event. Uh, the rain just started pouring. I don't know if you guys saw it. On, on 17, it was uh, Shane Lowry and this, this guy who's never won before. His name is Sepp Straka. I didn't know a ton about him before. But anyways, he, he snuck out a victory and won his first ever tour event. And uh, yeah, it was good for him, but I was live betting on Shane Lowry. So I was not a huge fan of that result. Um, but yeah, for my- Dude, uh, you're putting my, me to sleep here. What are you betting on? For my bet? I am just giving a little, <laughs> you know, people watch other sports other than uh, soccer and, and hockey, just so you and know. And football, and football. Well, no, I'm saying what you watch really. I but, watch football. Uh, I watch European handball too. And tennis. There's no football on right now. But yeah, my okay. bet this week is for John Rom to straight out win the tournament this week. It's his first time playing in this tournament, but he has uh he's been playing solid golf all year. It actually only pays out nine and a half to one, which is pretty crazy because he has never played this tournament before. Uh, but he plays well in Florida, and I expect him to compete. He will be on the leaderboard on Sunday, and uh yeah, so. $50 bet uh, pays out pretty nice there. So, what, what is the payout? $450. Nice. Not bad. Uh, like I say, golf's tough to bet on, right? You just kind of got to pick a horse and uh, hope they have a good tournament. What do you got for this week, Govic? I said I was going to go last. How about you, Mike? What do you got? <laughs> uh, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, put all my bets down in the UFC this week because it's, uh, it's a numbered event. So my number one pick is going to be Bryce Mitchell at minus 170 and taking him to straight up win that fight. And I'm also going to put a little bet on him to, uh, to win via submission um, in, within the fight. Um, also, all the picks that I made, I'm going to make a parlay with all of them, which I do usually all the time, and I've never hit one. So I don't suggest you guys do that, but uh, I just put uh, like 10 bucks on it. And uh, if it pays out, it pays out pretty nice. So my, uh, my number one pick, this week is going to be Bryce Mitchell to continue on. He's going to be 15 and 0 after Saturday night. I like it. I like it well, too. Well, Mike, well, Mike, you know, uh, you know, your, all your uh, insight. And I've just been thinking for the last 10, 15 minutes about my picks and who am I going to take? <laughs> uh, you got me questioning myself, but you know what? I'm going to go with my gut. I'm going to stick with Jorge. I'm going to stick with Rafael Dos Anjos. And um, you know what? I might even uh, flirt with doing a parlay for both of them, uh, winning by knockout. That should pay pretty good. That's pretty bold. You're going with Jorge and who, sorry? Rafael Dos Anjos. 
RDA. All right. You bet those two just to win 50 bucks pays out $239, Dan. Hmm. You get uh, odds just under five to one. Oh. So there you go. People save your money because Jorge is not winning that fight. <laughs> not a chance. <laughs> Chris. I'm going to shut up right there, though. I'm not doing what do you shade. got for us? <laughs> well, I uh, I was thinking long and hard about this. I'm going to bet on one game. And it's going to be on the weekend. And uh, the Canucks have this thing where they uh, <clears throat> lately they, you know, they have a little couple of game win streak and then they lose a big one. Then they come back and they do a couple another game win streak and they lose a big one. So we're on the schedule right now to now tomorrow they play um, the Islanders. Islanders have kind of had their number this year. I don't know if they win that game. They may lose it or they might be a close victory, but I think they go into Toronto and they spank of the Leafs, just like how Buffalo did tonight. Um, I haven't looked at the odds. I don't know what I'm going to win, but I will win something. You will see. Uh, I I would like to take the Canucks over the Leafs. A boom. Nice. Yeah, the, the Leafs will definitely be favored, so you'll get some good value there. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say probably like, one and a half to one, maybe plus 150, plus 160. I guess it, it does depend too how they look against the Islanders and what happens in between uh, now and then. But yeah, I like it. Go Canucks, go. A boom. And uh, if they win, um, then I was right. And if they lose, then I've never been on them again. <laughs> <laughs> this one beer, man, it's, uh, it's pretty strong. So, all right. Um, okay, we just wanted to quickly talk about the Major League uh, strike there. Um, not really much to talk about. I only watch playoffs when it comes to baseball. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, Dan, um, Dan. What Dan? What do you uh, What do you know about that? What's going on with that uh, right well, now? I, I mean, know they have they're canceling games right now as we speak. Yeah, opening um, day was supposed to be in a couple of weeks. Uh, Again, collective bargaining is that time of the year, you know, where uh, the collective bargaining agreement between players and owners, obviously there's a stall at the end of the day, it comes down to money as always. Uh, it's not the first time, uh, you know, some of these, uh, any league has been in a lockout around uh, collective bargaining time. So that's just where we're at. they're at. I mean, good thing they have like what, 200 and something games uh, yeah. to play. So I'm sure they'll get some point of the season uh, underway, um, you know, with obviously again losing games to COVID, the pandemic, last two years, shortened seasons. I don't know, you know, how you can even uh, contemplate not having a season now because of a collective bargaining agreement. But again, it's a lot of money on the table for owners and players. So let's hope they get a deal done. But as of right now, opening day is uh, canceled and the season is going to be delayed. So. All right. Thank you to our MLB insider, Mr. Dirty Dan. Yeah, I'm wearing my uh, Blue Jay jersey here in support of the players, hoping uh, hoping a deal gets done. Because uh, the sooner baseball season starts and finishes, then football season's uh, right around the corner. Like I said, the playoffs, baby. I like watching <laughs> the baseball playoffs. 
always in good always good times um all right episode 47 baby uh all right don't forget uh like we said bodog okay kind of click on our link come to our website www how's that w- <laughs> telling you man this is crazy weird www dot west coast sports junkies.ca go on the website there's a link to bodog on our website uh feel free to uh to get your money matched for a first time um first time person there buy-in buy-in yes sorry geez man the spear so um you know that was our show uh obviously good times tonight um Obviously, this bridge brewing thing is really, really good. Um, Sounds just, like we need to check that place out, man. Yeah, man. We got to go there. We got to go there. Kudos to them, man, though. Like, this is excellent. Um, all right. So coming up shortly, we will have an announcement on Instagram and on social media. Uh, we will be giving away a pair of Canuck tickets to an upcoming game. Now that we're back at 100% full capacity, it should be a good time. Uh, I know the last game I went to wasn't hundred percent, but it was still a good time. Uh, I know the last game that Ty and Mike went to was a blowout because they were there. Still a good time. Still a good time. Right. Still have a couple of drinks, maybe have a couple of these. You'll have a, you'll have a gay old time with this. I'm telling you, man, this is awesome. So um, yeah. So upcoming watch our Instagram, watch your posts and it's a quick contest. It'll be, it won't be too difficult, but it's still a contest. Uh, and you'll need to do something, and uh, you may be able to win those tickets. All right, thanks for tuning in, folks. That was a great show. Um, again, great beer. Can't say enough about Bridge uh, Bridge Brewing here. So from North Van, awesome. That's it. Episode forty-seven. Adios. Keep it real till the next episode, baby. Mm.